Good morning. Well, good morning. Welcome to the Political Strategist. This is your podcast host, Brenda K. Sanders. If you're listening in, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I always, uh, you know, have something to say. I may uh, write it or come on to the podcast to um, just promote um, the podcast into every uh, corner of the earth and the United States that I can. I have something important to say today and I just found out, okay? Um, I just looked at the news and discovered the name of the young man that was killed uh, by the police yesterday. I, I first want to tell you this. I keep, uh, I continue to tell you that these are government-sponsored shootings, uh, that we see these police shootings they are governmental. There is a, an agreement, a conspiracy, and uh, a lot of the violence is really uh, groomed, first of all, groomed, and uh, I guess they didn't have time to groom this shooter, so they just used a police officer. But it is a multifaceted operation, and uh, it is designed to, uh, you know, scare and intimidate me. Now, this time it was designed to intimidate a young teenager that was doing his job. And I'll explain it in just a minute. Um, uh, and then uh, when you deal with these conspired uh, killings, they know that when they take place, they're done and they are committed with the aim to to do a lot at one time. And that's how we know that they are uh, the result of conspiracies, well thought out, well planned. And I've told you before, you think it's just me. But when you discover that you are spied upon, 
stalked just like I am, but you don't know, you don't uh, realize it. You are already uh, pointed out and a spotlight is on you, whether you uh, intend it to be or not. So we know that this community policing that was uh, suggested by Barack Obama when he ran for president is still, or maybe ran for Senate, one of them, is still in operation. It has been implemented and it is in operation. If you look at any of my Facebook posts, you will discover the, the, the constant stalking by vehicles. Uh, the white vehicles has pretty much left since I've been in Michigan. And now they've been replaced by blue vehicles, which, look, mimic the state police car here that are blue. State police cars are blue here. And so these are community people that have been groomed, uh, that have been uh, uh, probably harassed like me. I don't know what uh, what are the other components of their, their, their actions. A lot of them are mentally ill, so they, they fall prey to these uh, efforts. Uh, in, and I know that there's a cult involved. It's the Levi Baraka cult. And, and so in cults, you, you're dealing with people who are already committed to some form of allegiance to certain people, and um, then they do what they say. After all, the Jim Jones cult, I mean, they were willing to kill themselves. And this cult is a violent uh, assignment for them, and they, they believe in the assignment. Levi Baraka is the name of the cult. Uh, let me tell you this also, that they are operating every day, all day, uh, in every situation. When there's a person that uh, threatens their existence or threatens to reveal or, or um, expose what their operations are, then that person is constantly intimidated. Now, getting back to the, the, sh- the police shooting, the Dante shooting, uh, you think that is just a random shooting. It's not. First of all, you know that there's already a trial in progress. There's already a trial in progress in Minnesota. Why Minnesota, huh? Uh, and then uh, you look and discover that another one is killed. Another lie is told by this officer that she did not mean to kill this young man. Well, first of all, his name is Dante, and that'll be important later. This man was stalked. This man was pointed out by the police and arrested. This incident was totally, totally orchestrated. And why do I know it's totally orchestrated? Because his name is Dante. Now, why is Dante important? Dante is important because uh, they want to intimidate a Dante. A Dante, look, we ain't killing you, but we want you to shut up. And the situation happened on Saturday with me. I was trying to, uh, uh, Sunday, exchange a phone at Cricket Wireless, who's horrible, by the way horrible cricket wireless and a manager a black female was so horrible uh that i had to call cricket wireless while i was in her midst she was so horrible all i wanted to do was exchange one phone for the other it was a quick transaction it was very simple and she resisted and not only resisted I told her, look, I've already talked to the corporate stores. I've had one and now two people that have uh, instructed you 
to give me an exchange. She refused. Then I got the corporate people on the phone so she could talk to them. And when she talked to them and got off the phone, she instructed me to leave her store. I'm calling the police on you. She said I was disruptive. She said I was rude. She lied. And what she did not realize is that I'm sure she realized, but she forgot is that Cricket Wireless has cameras all in the store, all over. And so I didn't realize it right then, but I, I tried to tell the representative Cricket Wireless, I said, I have done nothing to this lady. I, said, I mean, except try to get my money back and get the exchange or get the exchange that I asked for. I did nothing to this lady. Uh, this lady was standing behind a enclosed glass. Uh, uh, um, you know, the whole thing is a glass petition where she shielded. There's nothing really that I could have done if I did say something to her, do something to her. She was protected. But I didn't do anything. I just demanded what I demanded. Uh, you're telling me this is not true, but I already told you I've contacted the corporate office. They gave me a transaction number for you to go ahead and exchange the phone. You refused to. All right, so she refuses. And uh, uh, Cricket, she also cuts off a videotape that I was making on the phone. And uh, uh, she stops it. So she interferes with the recording of the uh, incident because she simply lied on me and said I was causing a disruption. Uh, and so then I got back on the phone with a corporate uh, representative for Cricket Wireless. I told her, I said, this lady's uh, acting crazy, uncooperative, rude. She's called the police on me and ordered me out the store. And I told her, well, I'm not leaving the store. My, my phone I did purchase is still here. And um, I think at that time she had my credit card. I said, well, no. Give me my credit card. Give me everything back. I'm not leaving the store. My items and possessions are in the store. So I was pretty much uh, aware that there was... And then she started talking to someone other than the corporate uh, representative that I had the phone, uh, which had the phone, uh, which I had on the phone. She started talking to someone other than her on the phone. She's doing this. She's doing that. I'm like, who is she talking to? That's clearly on the tape at Cricket Wireless. Uh, so she's taking instructions from a third party. I don't know whom. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, in my spiritual uh, prophetic, I heard the mayor is what I heard. So in any event, uh, the Cricket Wireless uh, representative said, "Miss Sanders, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for this. I'm so sorry. Um please uh, 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 go to another store uh, and, and get this done. Uh, we're going to make it right with you. You have a right to the other phone, and, and we've stretched this out and made it very complicated. She has certainly been rude to you, and uh, we will get it straight. She, she said, whatever store you pick, that's the store we will go to. So I'm up the road from Oak Park store, so I go to the Oak Park store. And um, this girl does give me my things back. But like I said, everything is rude. But the thing is, everything is on tape there at the store. I get to the second store at Oak Park and I 
the manager there or the worker there. He's the only one there. His name is Dante. Dante. So I say, Dante, I need to exchange my phone. I, I, I gave him a brief history of what's going on. The corporate representative, customer service representative from Cricket called him, explained to him the whole thing. So he, 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 he uh, proceeds to do the transaction, claims he can't do it, uh, tells her to just swap inventory, whatever that means. Uh, she gives me the phone back. I give her the phone she, she wants. And uh, the corporate uh, representative said that couldn't be done, I believe. But there are also tapes in that store. And so uh, I spent uh, like two hours on Sunday trying to exchange my phone and get the phone I wanted. It was the same price. The phones were the same price. Um, and Dante, Dante, a very industrious young man, seemingly very intellectual. Uh, he told me that he, you know, works on computers and phones and so forth. And, and to me, very impressive that he could man that store by himself at his age of 19. And uh, what he did reveal to me is this. He said, ma'am, do you realize there are cameras all over the place in Cricket Wireless? There are cameras at her store, cameras here. I said, oh, no. He, I think he called it a backdrop or a back, back, back something. He said, oh, she's on tape. They, they could look at it and tell what she did. And I told, I turned and told the uh, corporate uh, customer service person, oh, that's on tape. Everything she said and did is on tape. And so you don't have any problems going and looking at it and see how she lies on customers. And you don't know what she's doing, really, if you don't review those tapes. The, the customer service uh, representative said, I agree. So this Dante man gave me the, the additional uh, which could you say, um, propelled me faster into a possible lawsuit with Cricket because you have the tape of this very um, 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 just honorary young woman, black woman, unfortunately, uh, doing all of these just horrible things in the store. She told me it was his, her store. Like she owned it, but she doesn't. She doesn't. She just works there. But her refusal to do these transactions are government, you know, the harassment. I go in to do a simple transaction. It turns into a major event whereby they want to say, call the police, which it wasn't happening because I did nothing. But uh, the Dante is the one that turned her in basically and said, you can document everything with the tapes. And now I look, that was Sunday. Yesterday, a Dante is killed in this uh, police incident. I started to talk about it then, but I stopped. And then everything gets done at once because they're sitting down at a table uh, talking about what to do. I'm telling you now. And what they thought they would do was kill a Dante in Minnesota, where they could influence this jury uh, to convict this officer. Now, you remember, if you, you follow me on Facebook, I said uh, that I thought 
because the family had uh, the city of Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis had already paid these people, 27, George Floyd's family, $27 million. I said they were already, I believe, planning a, an acquittal or either a plea to lower charges in this case. Now, the, the testimony has been just, just horrible, horribly convicting for uh, convicting for Chauvin. But we know that these juries often ignore that evidence, minimize it, and turn away from it and go on to acquittal. And I said, they're probably thinking in their mind, oh, you got 27 million, just shut up, you know. Uh, and so that's what oftentimes happens. Now, I said that publicly. And I'm going to tell you another reason why I believe this incident was planned, conspired. Uh, it was to dilute my authority, my integrity as a prophet person. But I didn't say that is in a prophetic way. I didn't say the Lord said or the Holy Spirit said. I was talking about what I've seen in previous histories. I just said that is me. Sometimes I qualify what I say and I'll I'll say it on the Prophet Vision Prophet page or I will say it with the Lord said or something. And then sometimes I'm just talking. Just talking out my mouth like I'm doing now. I'm not prophesying now. I'm just talking. And so I I believe that this incident 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 was contrived to do do a lot. First of all, it was to intimidate Dante at Cricket Wireless, who may be a potential witness uh, about this transaction, where I still have not gotten it completed. The most simple transaction ever. Give her the phone. Let her give you her phone. Simple. Couldn't get it done. Spent several hours uh, with these people. They're corporate people instructing them what to do. They still sat there in defiance and said, we will not give her this phone. One, calling the police on me. So, or threatening to. If you don't leave the store... Uh, call the police. I'm calling the police. For what? <laughs> I'm like, for what? I'm a customer. But in any event, okay, the first thing that we have with this second police incident in Minneapolis is that they intimidate Dante, who told me and told on her. These all these things are all on tape. I immediately told the corporate uh, office who I had online, the customer service person I had online, this is taped. Remember to look at the tapes of this young woman who was excessively rude and uh, defiant. Insubordinate, maybe is a better word. Insubordinate, all of them were insubordinate. They claimed, I'll say the first girl was insubordinate. Dante claimed he could not get it done either. I said, what is it about this? This This is gang stalking again. This is simple stuff, and um, yet a big, um, you know, deal was made of me just exchanging one phone for another. They cost the same, and it only been two or three days, two days. I still had the receipt, uh, showed her the receipt, and everything. What was the big deal? Well, they were influenced by some third parties. These are government influencers. These are people that have conspired before I can get to any place 
to frustrate every transaction, frustrate every, every, my debit cards don't work. And so I've started taking pictures of my debit cards and not only one, one bank, I have two banks I use, both of them fail. It's a lot of trouble doing any transaction because it fails, the chip fails. I had the gas station down here uh, just a few blocks away. I went to buy gas. The card flipped, what, five times. This card is not good. And I was like, went to the car, got my phone, looked in my account, money is there. And so I took a picture of uh, these uh, failings as they come up on the screen saying my, my card is not good. When I got ready to take a picture of this transaction that my card was not good, um, the transaction went through. So these are people, this, this stalking, they're looking, they're listening in every way uh, at you and at me too. They're, they're looking at you as well. It's not just me. There's no coincidence in the fact that they found a Dante to kill, to intimidate uh, a day or two, what was it, a day after uh, my encounter with Dante at Cricket Wireless. These people are in the store, and Dante, is in his, he's not in, in, in a glass enclo- uh, enclosure. Uh, he is not. He, there's open in there. The woman behind the desk in uh, Cricket Wireless in Detroit was Layla. She's fully enclosed. And Dante is a young boy, a young 19-year-old. He would be intimidated uh, more uh, than this woman who was behind this glass uh, enclosure. So here we go. Dante is dying on Monday after my transactions uh, on Sunday. Then it was to intimidate me, of course, because I'm involved. And then it was to intimidate Cricket Wireless. Okay, don't go any further with these investigations of this girl because uh, uh, we just don't want it when they should have just exchanged the phone. And what we want to do, we want to make sure everybody sits down and says nothing about our, our, our arrogance and just... Uh, flat-out harassment. If I paid for a product or if I want to exchange, that's my right. And it's clearly on the receipt. And there was a... There was a... little difficulty because the phone that I wanted was online, but it was still the same price. She said, just go in the store, ma'am, and get the phone. We can give it to you in the store. That's all that took place. And that's the problem we have with uh, maybe young people, uh, or maybe even both of these people were Afro-American, but I mean, they're easily influenced and they want to keep their jobs. But the more sinister uh, problem is this young girl uh, who uh, wanted to call the police on me for no reason. So we have a Dante in the middle of another police shooting. And then we have a jury, something to influence a jury. Now, this is not new to me. This is something that's happened in my brother's case. Horrific crime happens right before he went on trial. Same type of crime. 
and it was so bad. The community um, uh, uh, draw that we had to do with the jury was so bad. I had to do a bench trial in my brother's case, which they thought was insane at the time. But the thing is, you're drawing from a community that has just experienced horrific crime, and then you do another crime while the same person is on trial. That happened to me because it happened to my family. And so what you're doing is you're trying to bolster the 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 um, the uh, reasons to convict this police officer with the same type crime. There's evidently on someone on this police force, a young woman. They want to look innocent and unintentional so that she won't get put in jail and that she'll be exonerated. She planned it. She planned this. They planned it. And she may be the lone person involved in the scheme along with the uh, uh, other people. But certainly it was talked about, and that's what I, I I, I get upset about when we know these are government-inspired incidents and they know, the government, the U.S. government knows who the parties are. They know the parties. And if you don't know the party, you can know them because her cell phone, the officer's cell phone, the her computer should be seized, see who she talked to, how she planned it, how they found the Dante, everything should be documented in this very, very electronic world. And Dante is the innocent one, but everything should be uh, traceable in these incidents. There's no way if she even met with someone, they should know about it uh, and and discussed it um, apart from a phone or computer. These were incidents that took place that led up to the killing of Dante. It was definitely an intentional event. She's lying, deliberately lying. And I don't know, because I'm personally involved, I would even uh, do a polygraph test uh, to, to uh, you know, to document my part of it here, that she's intentionally lying. And uh, that she planned this, she lied and said it wasn't intentional. She only intended to tase him. And I can take a polygraph test when somebody wants to sponsor it. But this is a government action that was designed to intimidate. To intimidate this investigation. I'm asking for with this young lady who asked me to leave, go get out of here. I'm calling police. Has been taped. And those tapes should be preserved until she's investigated. Instead, we get a Dante who killed, I mean, who who revealed that the tapes will um, reveal everything she did. And I was grateful for that because I said, wow, I don't have to prove it. Because I sounded, you know, pretty, I guess, uh, unbelievable when I told her, I said, I have only stood up for getting my stuff, but I wasn't rude. I'm doing what a customer says to do. Um, And um, it is very disconcerting when someone tries to call the police and say you are disturbing them 
you're behind a glass, a, a glass enclosed uh, space. I, I had a case like that too in court, a assault case that I won. The reason why I won the case is because the, 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 uh, the woman was behind a glass case and she tried to say this woman was gonna beat her up and she felt scared. I said, well, you're fully encased in a, uh, you know, the glass enclosure. What, how this woman lost this assault case that she brought against this woman is she came from behind the door to come out behind the door and have a fight with this woman. Then she's gonna claim assault and battery. Well, the jury said, no way. You came from out of the safe place you were in. All you had to do was stand there and say nothing and get out of the way. And so this is a similar incident. Like I said, she's calling the police on me. I'm just sitting there saying, give me my phone. Give me what they told you. You already have talked to two customer service representatives or corporate office. Do what they told you. She refused. So I want you to know, again, um, that these incidents are planned. I can clarify and and point to um, facets of every incident that will suggest, again, you might say coincidence. Maybe you're going to say coincidence. Uh, But if you say coincidence, then there should be more done to document what I'm saying. For instance, if they're going to enter into and act out an elaborate plan to intimidate. It gets more than one done. You intimidate Dante. You intimidate Rick Cricket Wireless. You intimidate the jury or attempt to influence the jury. In the uh, Derek Chauvin case, you try to dilute my credibility as a prophet, even though I'm not prophesying. I'm just talking. You forget I'm an attorney. I'm an attorney of 30, going on 36 years, a judge of seven years. I've seen a whole lot of things. And I previously uh, litigated police brutality cases. So I know how they go. So I'm not talking as a prophet. I'm talking as a professional, legal professional, if you will. And so I would like, I'm doing this podcast because I want you to look at it for what it is and what it has been. And notice the trend and and know the trend and also like I said know that you are being done in and followed and spied on just like me I'm just the one that's talking about it my every transaction is frustrated yesterday I went to get pick up some medicine that um had been sitting at CVS pharmacy for a month why because of frustration people who are purposely uh, intentionally doing things to try to uh, frustrate me uh, to pick up medicine that I had. Well, I needed it because I, I, I needed my medicine. And I thought about it. I said, I'm going over there because I, I know that medicine is there. Oh, we can't do it. We can't do it. We can't do it. You're from South Carolina, CBS. I said, oh, no. I already called CBS down there. They said you should have everything in the computer. And what was different, apparently an, a, a supervisor was on site looking at this, uh, looking at me, talk to her, and standing beside this woman. And immediately... The discussion about you, we can't do this, we can't do this. My medicine was on hold. The discussion ended, let me tell you. 
But again, every transaction is frustrated because we have these government actors that are coming in, that are uh, intimidating these people. The community is, is, is intimidated and harassed to do illegal things, to do um, things that they are not supposed to do. That was yesterday. Today, well, I hope nothing today. But I still have not gotten my phone. You know, I, because that young woman uh, threatened to call the police on me, I did not go back to that store that day. But I still have my receipt. I still have my uh, phone I want for the uh, to exchange. And I have my, um, my, 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 you know, the whole box. So this is what is going on. I'm very disturbed to find that there was a Dante um, that was killed. Uh, I, I was upset yesterday when I saw a second uh, police shooting right in the midst of the uh, Derek Chauvin trial. I knew it was to influence this jury to uh, convict him. Of course, make me look bad because, uh, you know, what I said. I'm not backing away from what I said. I said that's what I think will happen. But we must begin to expose and reveal and identify what is really going on here um, and what is really taking place. Uh, I think that every prophetic voice uh, is tested in terms of integrity and, uh, you know, regularly uh, tested. You use man-made events to try to, um, you know, uh, dilute or totally dissolve the integrity of the prophet, prophetic word. Well, that wasn't the case here. I didn't say the Lord said. I didn't say, I didn't qualify it with anything. So that's why I came on the vision, pro- I'm sorry, the political uh, strategist today. This podcast is very important when we have these police shootings that we look at intentional conduct, planned content. These are not random uh, acts. In terms of the shooting and uh, killing of, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, suffocation of George Floyd. So I knew that that was an intentional targeting incident because he had a white girlfriend. Oftentimes, interracial couples are very much targeted than the black men. Isn't that what happened back in the day? <laughs> black men were hung and lynched for even looking at a white woman. So I, I, I didn't learn that right away. I don't know why, what happened where I didn't learn that right away. But uh, I knew that was a planned event. They knew everything about him and they knew everything about her. So thank you for tuning in to this uh, Political Strategist podcast this morning. Um, And thank you for listening to what I'm saying here. Uh, This is probably something that's going to be repeated over and over until the um, residents, American citizens of this country, reveal and know and get tired of it, get tired tired of our tax dollars uh, being used for these very, very um, illegal, illicit uh, uh, I'm saying illicit prosecutors Hmm. at very illegal purposes that's true too by the way but and then we're lied to constantly we're lied to constantly lied to constantly this morning as I went out to walk my dog, in fact 
I can I can take pictures of them now. It trails right over my my uh, hotel room window. Now they're right over my window. These are fresh ones. But they were out there as I walked my dog, and and I could smell the chemicals right before I went out to ride my uh, walk my dog. And uh, yesterday I fell when I went outside. I got a little dizzy and fell. Today I go out. I'm very cautious. I have a mask on when I go out because. I didn't see it immediately, but I saw the trails when I got on the other side to walk my dog on the other side of the hotel. And I was starting to feel dizzy and like I'm going to trip and fall again because of these chemicals. And I cut the walk short this morning and, and, and came back into the hotel. Now, as I'm sitting doing this podcast, more trails appear in my window, in front of my window. Why aren't these investigations, invest, uh, these uh, cases investigated? Are these official government activities? In any event, it needs to stop. And that's one of the reasons why I'm running for Congress. It's out in the open, outrageous, insane. These people are lunatics. They really don't look like it. You know, you wonder how the Boston Strength, <coughs> how the Boston Strangler got away with killing so many women and this BTK guy because they look normal they're in church you know they're preachers they're deacons or I think the BTK killer was they go a long time looking normal and so you don't know or realize that these people are the ones inciting this violence creating the violence creating an atmosphere where people will think one thing when it's actually another But again, thank you for tuning in to The Political Strategist. I hope to talk to you soon. Also, you can contact me at thepoliticalstrategist at outlook.com if you have any information, if you have any comments that you want to uh, send to me. Thank you again. Talk to you next time.